Hello, everyone, and welcome to Divide and Conquer. We're named as such because of our intent. What is our intent? Well, we are a group of sport and performance psychology consultants and contractors under the Army Resilience Directorate, which you can find them on Facebook and Twitter at Army Resilience. And we are located at Fort Polk, Louisiana. In each episode, we pose a question or issue related to resilience and or performance enhancement that we as a group will conquer through our individual responses. But you'll find out pretty quickly that our perspectives and stances can often be divided. So we hope you enjoy our take on today's question, which is, is being a high performer all about being in the right place at the right time? So before we uh, dive deep into this question, which I'm assuming we will, uh, let me introduce everybody who's on this episode today. So to uh, directly in front of me, I have Coach Jess. Yes, that's correct. I still go by Coach Jess. I wanted to make sure that that was the case. Yes, I'm going to start putting it on my business cards, maybe make a name like plate, plaque. So good Christmas gift if anybody picks out my name and the a secret m- Santa. A mug with Coach a Jess A mug with Coach Jess. And like a Just whistle right underneath <gasps> Coach Jess. That sounds or, and, and an actual whistle too. I think, and a clipboard. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. A clipboard. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And to Jess's immediate right, we have Marius. I'm slightly concerned about your image of coaching, <laughs> that we're still going with clipboards and a whistle. Are our coaches not? Oh, yeah. I'm Diego, by the way. <laughs> it's been a while. So I'm, I'm assuming this one. This one's probably going to be our first one back. I know we, we had a sabbatical hiatus break however you want to call it end of season one uh for a variety of reasons <laughs> one being hurricane laura the other one being me getting tonsillitis so poor timing on your part yeah i know it's all my fault I mean, it kind of is or better timing because we are already taking a break for hurricane laura that is a good point regardless what have you all been doing this break during this break um staying out of laura's path was one mm-hmm. cleaning out my refrigerator oh, post laura because we lost power for what was it two weeks somewhere around there. around two weeks so you can imagine leaving your apartment with food in this was my first mistake Stinky. leaving food in the refrigerator two Same. weeks of no power and it was i came back to it was interesting I would not use the word interesting, but I understand how you got there. Yes. I was very, um, I guess, upset with myself for not forethinking that and forecasting the fact that two weeks potential, like more than a couple of days of no power and what that might mean for the many vegetables I had in my refrigerator. Yeah. Oof. In addition to going through the exact same thing. I'm feeling especially grateful for power and internet because we came back and at least I didn't have the internet for another like week post us getting back. And it's been interesting to realize how much we take it for granted and granted y'all I can't (laughs) (laughs) making this man doubt his entire life up until this point. So Marius was off the grid, uh, for an extended period of time. 
and made him realize how fortunate we are and how we shouldn't take internet and electricity for granted. Granted. Yes, I, on the other hand, had a COVID scare in addition to everything that's been talked about. But it turns out it wasn't COVID. It's tonsillitis. You know, it could have been worse, but at least my symptoms weren't bad. Um. Anyway, back to the task at hand. <laughs> Sorry to take everybody on a tangent, but this is our first one back. All right, so you deal with it. So the question, restating it again, is being a high performer about being at the right place at the right time. My interpretation of it would be that is not the case. I think at least the way the, the question is currently stated and formulated, formulated that is not what being a high performer is being is all about being a high performer is there's a, there is a big element of consistency and i think waiting and relying and hoping that you're at the right place at the right time is leaving too much of your performance up to chance and i i mean we we preach all the time it's like a lot of mental skills training is to help you respond in a to a high level regardless of the environment regardless of the opponent making the most of what you currently have so that way you take or you're able to influence your performance much more rather than leaving everything up to luck so if you're concerned about being at the right place at the right time then i think that sort of goes against the ethos of what it means to be or what it means to use mental skills training what it means to to be a high performing athlete i actually interpret the question a little bit different Ooh. or differently i should say while i don't think high performance is all about being at the right place at the right time or is that yeah at the right yes. place in the right time or at the right time Grammar. semantics <laughs> semantics really yeah, semant- okay so the word all is If we were to pitch that and chuck that, I think being in the right place at the right time is a very big factor. Yes. But I also would use what you said and just tailor it to if I am controlling my environment to a degree. So if I'm putting myself in the right situations with the right people around me, then it is, in fact, the right place at the right time. So I think that we have a lot of control over certain aspects and those aspects then create this environment that we can work in and the conditions that we work best in. So even thinking through if I can choose certain people to work on projects with me, if I can choose different people to mentor me, if I can find the right organization or the right place for me, then, and really a lot of that goes back to knowing yourself and knowing what you need to be at your best. And if you can hone in on that, then you can put yourself in a situation where, in fact, you are more often than not in the right place at the right time. So you can stabilize, like you mentioned, the consistency part. And that's where we get that high level over time or across time. And being able to manipulate the situation to your benefit. I like having the two of you speak first because then I can take the best <laughs> ideas from both of you. And this is what I like. I agree with both of you. Um, I think 
when I consider this question at first, I disagree, which is what Diego was voicing. And I like that he mentioned that consistency piece. And then I like what you were saying about they find what they can control. These high performers find what they can control. And over time, they learn how to place themselves in the right place at the right time. And I would add on top of that, that they make whatever place they are at whatever time they're in Mm -hmm. the right place at the right time. So they take the situation that they're in and they make the most of it. And to me, that brings in that consistency piece. Because when I think of high performers, it's not necessarily people that will always be succeeding 100% of the time. They go through their failures. They go through a lot of adversity. But what they're doing is they're making it better. So let's say you're placed in a terrible situation. So it's the wrong place at the wrong time. They're going to find a way to slightly make it better. And to me, that's a sign of high performance, and that can be a sign of consistency. So when I look at that word consistency, it doesn't necessarily mean consistently succeeding. It just means consistently bringing out the best that they have and giving the best that they have to that situation. Right. Right. And so that's how I marry your two takes by taking this idea of consistency, but then also taking just what you're saying of kind of placing themselves in the right place at the right time. And I think additionally, it's having this mindset of whatever place at whatever time, I will make it right for me. And I think at risk for people being like, oh, he's just saying that because Mari's just said that. But I think the making uh, or the point about making wherever you're at the right place at the right time, I think that's what I was trying to get at because i mean i was addressing this with the question at face value so i don't agree with that question the way it is but if you add a little piece like uh being a high performer is about making the uh yourself in the right place at the right time i would be in much more agreement with that statement as opposed to how it's currently stated but also i think marius you bring up a good point of i think people view consistency in terms of outcome much more than something like effort or I I would maybe say smart effort as well because you could pour tons of energy and time into the wrong things and whereas if you poured the the same amount of energy into the quote-unquote correct things you'd probably get much further along whichever skill or domain whatever you're in so I think clearing up that clearing up the definitions between viewing consistency as more process-oriented, effort-oriented, as opposed to outcome, I think is important. I think the like ESPN and all those types of sports broadcasting probably do a disservice. I, I would assume, of course, assuming is not necessarily the best idea, but I would assume that's what they tend to mean whenever they talk about consistency. Unless they specifically say consistent results, in which case that's clearly talking about the outcome. But consistency there should be a clear marking of the of what individuals mean when they mean by consistency because i think those two things are easy to conflate or get mixed up with each other when 
most more often than not, there needs to be a clear distinction between the two. And I'm gonna get off my soapbox now. So I have a an army related question Ooh. that as as I was listening to everyone discuss and by everyone <laughs> you too. <laughs> but listening to you all discuss, do you think that the army as an organization or army leaders are more responsible for putting their soldiers in the right place at the right time. So they have various metrics. They have uh, promotion boards. They have schools. They have different ways of potentially measuring what people are capable of and maybe when they would peak and when they wouldn't peak or where they potentially would thrive, potentially not. Or do you think it's up to the soldiers themselves to take ownership and find ways to put themselves in positions and places that are going to help them succeed? So, like, A, what do you think that the Army is currently doing, A or B? And then secondarily, what would be best and, like, how would you go about um, maybe guiding Mm -hmm. either a leader or the Army as a whole or soldiers to follow whatever it is that you would you think is maybe most beneficial so that was a lot sorry no it's that's fine so we're coming up on a year of me being here so i'd have some experience to speak from so to answer the first part of the question it seems to be a mixed bag from what i understand i think there's a big effort to preach like if you're a leader you should allow your soldiers to to either find themselves in positions where they can you know they might have a little bit more responsibility than they're used to to see how they respond, how they're able to grow from that experience as opposed to just delegating tasks that are well within the means of any soldier just because, you know, they can get it done as opposed to seeing how can they grow. I think there's a distinction there. And from my experience with soldiers coming through courses, coming through one-off sessions, it seems to me that many of the leaders that have come through have made or are currently making an effort to put their soldiers in a position to where they're able to to be uncomfortable with the amount of responsibility that they currently have but also that opportunity allows the junior soldier to grow in a way that is meaningful and impactful for the rest of their careers and i think that is a great way to go about it it seems like it's feasible since it's been more than it's more than just one leader telling me that they've done this or that they're actively doing it or trying to implement that way of instilling responsibility and leadership within junior soldiers. So I would imagine the reason or the idea of how they got to that point, meaning the leaders, how the leaders got to that point is that they had experienced something similar in the past. And to get to where you are in terms of a leadership position, it means you are above average, at least that's that's what we're that's the assumption we're operating under. So if these types of experiences lead to growth and development to the point to where you're above average in an institution as large as the not only the the military but the US Army and you're able to be promoted perhaps either on track or or, or uh ahead of schedule however you want to phrase that it seems to me there's there has to be some elements of uh, of being uncomfortable but in that discomfort lies opportunities to grow and develop certain skills that you would not be able to develop otherwise 
So I think that would be an ideal one ideal way of going about answering your question. <laughs> In a perfect world, that would be cool. However, you know, as with any organization, no, no nothing's perfect. No one's perfect. Wow, that was a bad stutter. <laughs> but I think people are operating within their own scope, within their own means, in terms of what they can do to help the next quote-unquote generation grow in a way that's positive for everyone involved. I'll speak to the second part of your question of how it should be done. I think that you ideally want both leadership and individual soldiers to have the same sort of mindset, right? So when I think of that, or what I mean by that is that from the leadership side, you'd ideally want them to take soldiers and place them in the right place at the right time for a certain amount of time so that they could learn new skills, they can develop their own leadership, they can develop confidence, and then scaffold that. So eventually put them in a little bit more difficult position, just slightly more difficult so they can learn, and then slowly put them in more novel situations, right? So you're you're helping them develop, and that's a lot of responsibility on the leader of figuring out what those situations are based off of individual differences and takes work. And you, ideally, you'd want the leadership to be doing that. But at the same time, you need the individual soldier to have this mindset that no matter what situation I'm in, even if it's the wrong place at the wrong time, I'm going to make the most of it. And when you have those two mindsets going on at the same time, I think that's when you'll get the best results. You'll have the leader trying their best to put them in situations that help them learn over time. But at the same time, you have the individual bring this mindset of, I'm going to make the most of this situation because leaders are not perfect. Individual soldiers are not perfect. No one's perfect. And there's going to be times where it is not the exactly right place and not the exactly right time. And from the individual soldier perspective, it reminded me of a quote that um, Viktor Frankl said. Ooh, I love Viktor Frankl. Yes. Frankl, and his the quote is, what man actually needs is not a tensionless state, but rather the striving and struggling for some goal worthy of him. And so that made me think of this question of if we're always at the r right place at the right time, can we truly be a high performer? And to me, it's, it's no, it's you need to be challenged every so often. You need to have these goals. And to tie that back to our, to the example that you asked, Jess, is the fact that as a leader, you're going to start out with maybe the right, pl right place, right time. And eventually start adding more challenge, more challenge, more challenge so that there's some growth. And that's how I interpret this quote into um, an applicable piece. And then from the soldier's perspective, if you're thinking of that quote, it's embracing the situation that you're in and reminding that if it is a challenging situation, this is actually a goal worthy of you that's going to help you bring out the best. Wow, what a great question by Coach Jess. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> okay, so something that I would like to clear up on my end 
is when I refer to right place, right time, I am not thinking that for that performer, it's smooth sailing or it's not a challenging environment or that you're not going to have obstacles to overcome. I think the, that's potentially the exact right place and right time is when you're being highly challenged, when things are difficult. That may be exactly where you need to be. So when I say right place, right time, I'm not meaning things are great. I just mean it's you getting out the most out of your performances that you need in order to grow, whatever that looks like. And with the right people that are going to provide the support for you to continue to grow. In saying that, I've been thinking through, after asking that question, thinking through how, A, I think in general I'm the type of person that ownership over your own performances is number one. You can't rely on other people. So I'm always going to say I think the soldier has to take ownership and be proactive in knowing how to ask for what they need and finding and seeking out exactly the resources, the people, the opportunities. And also, yes, to your point, Maris, like we need to layer in, and to your point too, Diego, layer in these leaders who also have an understanding of what their people need. So if it's, and then from there, like, I think you could look at low performers are going to need a lot different direction than these other performers who are maybe more steady. And then you have these other performers who potentially are just always seeking after challenges, always trying to strive for high things. So how do I treat each one of those differently? And how do I find the right place for each one of those is going to look different. For example, the low performer probably needs a lot more structure, probably needs a lot more heavy handedness from the leader. The one that's like very steady, just constantly showing up, they're reliable, they don't necessarily go above and beyond, but they're just, you know, they're there, they're your rocks. And for them, maybe it's just like hands off, they've got it, they've got it covered. And then every once in a while challenging them in like particular ways, especially if you know the long-term goals that they have. And then those that are like superstars are just after it all the time. Again, probably pretty hands off, just being really mindful of, asking them, what are you after? So I can just ensure that I'm holding you accountable to that. And so I think it's a nice blend. First and foremost, you got to take ownership over your own life and your own things. Secondarily, having those leaders come in and help just cultivate and, and that accountability again, piece of ensuring that whatever it is that you need, I'm, I can also be your backup plan. I'm, I'm the one that just ensures whatever it is that you want to solidify in your life. So hard to not say. I completely agree with you. <laughs> Even the, f- like, the one thing I would say is that, and it's not even like a counterpoint, but it's like, I think there are going to be many times where the soldier who's looking to put themselves in positions to grow and develop might not know exactly what they need. And I think it would be fair to say that's where the leaders would come in. And I think... Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's where maybe for some uh, some individual soldiers, that's all the leaders need to do is to just guide them towards the right types of situations, types of um, maybe resources that allows them, allows the f- continued growth in a positive, productive way. With that said, 
I think there's an assumption that soldiers, I think this can apply to anybody, not just soldiers, but there's an assumption that people really know what they want in terms of their profession, life, personal relationships, whatever it may be. And I think people have an idea of what they might like, but or what they might want, rather. I think there's a distinction to, to be made between like and want, what they may want. And that may not necessarily be within their own best interest or necessarily help facilitate their growth in a way that can, of course, maybe change their life or at least keep them on the right track, whatever track that might be. And that takes a special... Well, I don't want to say special. That takes the honing of a certain skill, a.k.a. self-awareness, and maybe some sort of wisdom along with that to keep someone pointed true north. Or is it due north? True north, due north? True north okay. and due, due north. north. Okay. Depends. I'm keeping all of that in there. So I want to pose a question for y- us. If you do, if we have a soldier listening to this that wants to be a high performer or is looking to make whatever situation they're in the right place, find themselves in the right time, what would you guys recommend? What are things that they can tangibly work on? What are skills that they can work on? Questions for self-awareness, whatever it might be in order to kind of further that path towards high performance? Well, one potential route would be to find out your local phone number or address for your R2 Performance Center. (laughs) Shameless plug. Uh, But seriously, um, I think there there would have to be a lot of introspection involved, a lot of looking towards your inner self however cliche that might sound, but I think it's a necessary thing. I mean, probably for everyone, to be honest, but especially so for an individual who's looking to either, just say, consistently be a high performer or go towards being a high performer. I think that's self-awareness. I mean, it's the first step, right? And from there, you can go to self-regulation. But not only being self-aware, but truly being honest with themselves. Try to tease apart what are my true strengths and true weaknesses? And how do those strengths and weaknesses interact in, I would say, actually, the more mundane, tedious parts of my life, but also the extraordinary situations I might find myself in, in terms of where making a decision can either lead to the next level of performance or staying where I currently am. You know, it, it, it seems kind of straightforward and simple, but as with many simple and straightforward things, it's not always the easiest. Or make sure that I don't try to make this type of process a diminutive thing or try to make it less than it could potentially turn into because it, it can be a lifelong process, to be honest. And it, it probably is. And given a, any individual, there's probably more than one way to go about achieving high performance at a consistent level. But that's... Some of my two cents right there, if that makes grammatical sense. I think the f- the first step would be to define what it is that you're after as far as high performance. There's plenty of ways in which you could define what high performance looks like and coming to terms with your own definition rather than 
allowing someone else to define that for you, allowing a book to, de- to define that for you, allowing just societal norms to define that for you. So if I have what it is that I'm after, then setting the bar high, having really high standards for what I want to accomplish on a daily basis, a weekly basis, monthly basis, yearly basis, whatever it is. So if, if I'm the type of person right now that just I'm going to max them in, well, I need, I need to set the bar higher, set the standard higher for myself. Because when we hold ourselves to a higher standard, even if we miss that mark, we're still in a trajectory that's moving and trending upward. Rather than if I shoot for, I'm going to max them in and I underperform, then I'm not even hitting the, that standard, which is the minimum. So if I can find someone as well to hold me, again, accountable. So that 365 feedback that probably everyone's heard of, of I need to get feedback from someone that is, I would consider a boss, a superior, a supervisor of some sort. Hey, here's my goal. Here's what I'm after. Here's the bar I want to set. Ask them, am I doing that? And then if not, how can I, what are some behaviors, actions I can take to hit that? Same thing with a peer and same thing with someone maybe that is, if you have followers or, or subordinates, ask them as well. And so I think first, just again, clearly defining, setting that bar high, and then making sure that you're getting the feedback that you need to ensure that you're on the right track. Because it's hard from your own perspective to know if you're making progress. It's hard to see some of those minor and major increments that you're making. So seeking out someone outside of yourself and not just one person, multiple people from different vantage points. Are they all saying the same thing? Are they all seeing the same things? And then notice those trends and then how can I get a little bit better the next day? 360. (gasps) Yes, 360. I think when you add Diego's piece of awareness and then your piece of defining exactly what that high performance looks like for you, that's the great first step. I would add to the feedback piece, and I think just knowing you and how you think about it, it's implied, but I would like to make it very clear. And I also rely on my previous experience as a coach, as a teacher, in positions of leadership, how beneficial it is when someone comes to me and says, these are my goals, right? So I want it to be very clear that when we're saying feedback, it's not just you go out, you perform, and then you say, hey, you know, what did you see? What did you think? I think an integral part of that is setting the expectation or or allowing a leader, a peer, a battle, whoever it is, to know what they're looking for. And then they can give you better feedback. They can tell you the trends that they're seeing a little bit better. So I think that's a very important piece of once you've done the self-awareness or started that process, once you've defined what high performance looks like to you, you can share that. And that brings in the point that you were making about, you know, army culture and what we're looking for, what would be ideal. You can almost lead upstream in that way of having a conversation with people above you saying, this is what I'm trying to accomplish. This is what I'm trying to do. I want help with this. And then they know what they're looking for, right? And they, they can give you better, more specific feedback. 
And that's only going to help that process. It's only going to make that process a little bit faster. Wow, what a series of great questions. What a doozy. <laughs> if anyone, anyone listening has any particular thoughts, wisdom, universal truths in which they want to share with us and the rest of the audience, please feel free to either comment on either Facebook or YouTube. Also, if you have any questions to post to us that we could potentially discuss in a future episode, please feel free to leave any suggestions in the comment section. And also, please give us your thoughts on how our voices are currently panned for this episode. So I am on the I should be on the left uh, side, left channel, and Jess and Mario should be on the right channel. And the reason for doing that is because of our technological limitations as of right now. So if you would like us to continue this way, or if you preferred just us, all of us down the middle, both channels, then please let your voice be known. Otherwise, we're going to do what's what we think is interesting. I think this is very interesting. I like weird textures in my music as well. And I think this is kind of fun to play around with. But that's just me. Um, so with that, I hope you all have a good grand time. And we'll see you next week. Or next time. <laughs>